0: Welcome to Faith, Fitness, and Self-Discovery, where I know just how grueling it's been trying to balance your physical, spiritual, and mental health. I'm your host, Precious Williams, and I invite you to my podcast where you can expect a total mind makeover. I'm talking about a shift in the way that you see, think, and do fitness forever. So come journey with me as we discover your fitness identity. Welcome to Faith, Fitness and Self-Discovery. I'm your host, Precious Williams. If this is your first time clicking this podcast, it's not by accident, but by divine purpose. Because I bet you are just sick of not taking your health seriously. And well, we were too. And that's why for 30 weeks, we've learned strategies to prepare our mind to reach our wellness goals. We do this a few different ways. One, we focus way less on the number on the scale and more on our emotional and mental weight. Two, we understand that addressing our mental and emotional weight is just as important as dieting and exercising. And last, but certainly not least, we know that we grow once we transform our mind. We do this through growing in our faith, where we learn to see our temple as a clean place for the Holy Spirit to rest, rule, and abide. And in that vein, Today, I am going to be talking about a heart detox. I want to invite you ladies on a heart detox with me, and I'm going to be talking more about that in this episode. Hopefully, you caught last week's episode where I talked about purpose. If you haven't, there is still time to go back and catch that episode as well. But I want you to really join me on this heart detox. I don't know where this came from, it was totally Holy Spirit led. But I would love for you to take this journey with me. I have already received so many great spiritual rewards and I'm inviting you with me. So go ahead, listen to the episode. Let me know what you think. What's up, you guys? I hope everybody is still doing amazing. I'm super excited that we have almost made it through the year. And many of you have been following me in the Faith Fitness and Self-Discovery community. I have call that community to really intently focus within. We are choosing to focus on ourselves as we close out this year, even to the extent of considering giving ourselves something new for Christmas. I challenge the women to think of ways that we can invest in ourselves. And I know we think we do this often by getting our hair done or getting our nails done or getting a new dress. But I've asked them to go a step deeper to really determine if those investments are getting them the long-term results that they need. A lot of us are burned out. A lot of us need to be refueled and refilled. Uh, We need to get rid of some of our self-limiting beliefs. We need to learn a new way to handle our emotions. And so I think this is an opportune time for us to really assess ourselves because the pandemic has a way of showing us ourselves and all of our vulnerability. And so I want to really invite you guys on a heart detox with me. I started this heart detox on last week, and I'll fill you in on what it actually requires. And I think that it will be very helpful considering all of the conversations that I've been having with you guys through your private coaching sessions, or maybe you've sent me a message or I've read your comments in the group it sounds like we're all desperately in a place where we could use a realignment. We could use a pivot in our heart posture. And the Holy Spirit is so amazing because my pastor has been preaching on thinking differently, um, really shifting our mindsets, really getting back spiritually aligned. And so I've been so encouraged and inspired um, to share what it is that I know with you guys. And so as I talk about the heart detox and what it actually requires, I want you to understand that my approach is spiritual and I also integrate a lot of what I've learned um, in my experience of being a counselor. So I hope that you guys will join me and I'm going to tell you a few different ways of how we can actually start detoxing our hearts together. Um, So far, it has been great. Um, It's been amazing. I just thought, hey, we detox everything else. So what would be some ways that I could start like literally detoxing my heart? And a lot of us are familiar with our word and and we are supposed to guard our minds. We are supposed to guard our hearts. And so I really wanted to think about what that truly meant, you know, what it means for what comes out of our mouth truly comes from our heart and how important our heart is. And even considering that our heart uh, is where everything flows from, you know, our main capacity uh, is our heart. And so as I talk to women and I'm able to identify some of the pain that we have stored up in our heart, some of the bitterness that we have as a result of betrayal and some other things that have happened to us, and even hearing a lot of women saying that they are so emotionally disconnected. I'm hearing women who are saying they haven't cried in a while or they haven't dealt with their feelings in a, while, in a while. And we were made to be soft. We were made to be in touch with our feminine energy. We were made to tap into our feelings. And so I want us to really be able to get back to that place where God truly intended for us to be. And this isn't just a female thing, right? Right. Uh, males also have this same issue, but I want to talk to my ladies because that's the audience. And so as we move towards intentionally detoxing our hearts, I want to go back to a strategy that I've been teaching the women in the fake fitness and self-discovery community group. If you are not in that group, please get in there so you don't miss anything and fall behind on this journey, right? So I taught the RAIN strategy. I'll go through it really quickly. So the R- stands for recognizing. And what we want to do in this stage is we really want to recognize what is in our hearts. So for those of you who are taking notes, you want to join me on this detox. We want to recognize what's in our heart. Okay. Like what shows up being honest with ourselves, you know, is it fear? Is it pain? Is it confusion? Are we, are we feeling joy right now? Uh, Even assessing that what things are showing up in our heart, right? We want to put down good things. We want to put down bad things. We want to recognize those things. And so, for instance, if we talked about fear was one of those things that showed up in our heart, I will show you as uh, we get further in conversation how we would move through the range strategy to start moving towards a detox, right? And so we said fear. That was something that we recognized. Where first, we would want to know, if the fear that we are experiencing is real or perceived, okay? And so I've talked about this in other podcasts. This is something that I've also taught in the group. Perceived fear, hey, <clears throat> you know, it could be the same issue. We could be saying, hey, we're we're afraid that we may lose our job. That is what we communicate. That is what we recognize that's showing up, that there's a fear that we may lose our job. And so then we have to assess whether this is a perceived fear or real fear. And so people who have perceived fears, sometimes they're just prone um, to pessimism. Sometimes they're just prone to catastrophize things. Sometimes they've been prone or they've been trained uh, because of their thought life to always think that something is going to end in doom, right? And then there may be real fear there. The only way we can do this is by Number two, which is acknowledging the problem and really trying to figure out which one it is, right? So a few ways we would do, uh, a few things we could do is we can ask ourselves, why do we think this? Um, And then we could evaluate our own selves. Hey, have we been performing like a person who values our job? Are we maximizing our potential in this current position? Uh, is this our dream job or are we living out our purpose with this job? By like asking ourselves these questions, we can gain some clarity in terms of whether it's perceived and real. And then we also can begin to take some accountability for the answers that we're actually giving ourselves, right? So to be fearful in our heart that we may lose our job, but we're still showing up late, Um, you know, we're still not performing the way that we should be performing. We're not turning in all of our work. We're coming to work and we're disheveled. We're not a team player, right? This is a bit counterproductive. On the other hand, if we recognize this as a problem and we are fearful about losing our job and we're fearful because we can see how they are restructuring or maybe they're cutting costs on supplies, maybe they're streamlining or they're contracting or layoffs, etc then this is a reason for concern, right? And then once we have recognized this, we can acknowledge it, all right? So step two is acknowledging. Step one is recognizing the problem. So once we have decided whether this is perceived or real, we've identified that, now we need to acknowledge what it is. By acknowledging it, we are resisting avoiding the rawness or the unpleasantness Of the feeling that we are feeling at the present moment so when we come into the awareness of what's happening we recognize where we are we recognize whether this fear is perceived or real we're now going to acknowledge what we are feeling we're going to acknowledge what we have discovered and we are not going to interrupt with the rawness of what that feels like we're not going to interrupt the rawness of what that self-discovery is okay So the next thing we want to do is investigate it. Once we figure out if it's real or if it's perceived, we're acknowledging where we are. Oh, my God, it's perceived. So that means that we need some work. Uh, We need to consider how our thought life is actually balanced right now. And we need to invite God into our thought life. We need to consider our thoughts and we need to share them with God. So a good prescription for that would be Psalms 34 and 4 which is God met me more than halfway and he freed me from any anxiety or fears, from any anxious fears. Because if it is perceived and you have no reason to be feeling like this after further assessment, then you know now you're dealing with fear. You're dealing with anxiousness. I talked about this earlier this week in the group, that anxiousness is just a feeling that comes over you and you can't pinpoint why. And worry is when you know exactly why you are concerned about something, right? The second thing, if you recognize in that first example that, wow, this is a real fear. People really low-key are getting laid off and here's where I am. Great. Then what you have to do with that information is create a plan. See, God blessed us with discernment to know when things are shifting around us. So we have to appreciate that you have more than likely answered no to some of those questions that refer to your job in terms of whether it was your purpose or not. So at some point, if we know we're not in our purpose, we have to know that God is going to shift us. So that can only happen in a few ways. Termination, layoff, a resignation, or you quit. (laughs) Those are the ways that that they will happen. So even with fear, When we figure out that it's real, we still have the power because this is how God equipped us, right? As I continue to teach you guys the tools against fear, which is power, love, and a sound mind, right? Even as we tap into the power that God has given us, when we see something that's a negative, it's still a positive because we have the discernment. We're ahead of it and we can make a plan strategically that puts us in a position that's better purpose for where God wants us to be. Y'all like how I flipped that, right? All right. So I, we're going to investigate it with kindness. Now we know what's going on. We understand our problem. We've acknowledged it. We've allowed space for our feelings. And now we're going to investigate it with kindness. We're going to look into what's going on. We're going to look into what our solutions are. We're going to have compassion towards ourselves. We're not going to beat ourselves up. We're not going to say, hey, I should have been leftist. I should have been to this. I should have thought this. I should have thought that. I'm always falling into these same thought patterns. No, we're going to meet ourselves with compassion. And the reason we do that is the end, which is non-identification. You understand that I'm not my mind and I'm not my body, Right. So this range strategy is important. This is just one example that I'm giving you because as we start to detox our hearts, we will need to go through this with everything that is in our heart, okay? So this is not going to be a process where you hit in on the podcast and you are on this detox, um, uh, you know, you're on this detox for your heart. You can expect to put in a little bit of time and figuring out what's in there, Because most of us haven't been in there in a while to figure out what's going on. We just allow it to feel what it feels and we allow it to do what it does. And we don't go in there to manage. We don't go in there to regulate. We don't go in there to eliminate, to detox, right? And to assess what our heart posture really is. And so first thing we want to do is the RAIN strategy. That's number one. Number two, we want to guard it, okay? Okay. So what this means is we want to become fiercely protective over what we allow in and out of our hearts until 2021. That is how long I am trying to detox my heart, (laughs) okay, until the new year. This costs us nothing to do this. And so until the new year, what we're doing is we're becoming fiercely protective over what we allow in and out of our hearts. Right. And so we do this in a few different ways. One, we need to really hear our voice. Our voice, the voice that is speaking to us more than any other voice is our voice. Is that a kind voice? Is that voice filled with limiting beliefs? Is that voice a self-deprecating voice? Is your inner voice more of an encourager or a discourager? What's that voice's perspective like? Is that voice optimistic? How emotionally immature is that voice that you're listening to? And so, like I said, this can take a little bit of time. So as you think about guarding yourself, you have to start with you. You have to tell yourself that you're guarding yourself from your own voice. All of those thoughts, all of those uh, emotions that you have allowed to freely uh, just have its way, you have to try to bring those emotions under captivity. Whether those emotions have been shame, perhaps those emotions have been sadness. As you detox your heart, you have to be willing to surrender those emotions as well, right? And I'll tell you why. So the second thing you want to do as you're guarding your heart, you want to listen to your voice. And then you also want to assess for the voice of others. So this is for my people pleasers. We have to protect ourselves from worrying about the concerns of others. I made a post this week and it totally offended someone because they missed the whole intention of my post. But what I said is that we can only assist To the extent of our mental, emotional, and financial capacity. Which means that we cannot solve the problems of others. All we can do is just pray in that area. And so as we prepare to detox our hearts, we have to ask ourselves, does this trouble me? Does the problems of someone else that I cannot solve trouble me? Now, this is the hard part. Because we should have compassion. But if the problems of someone else is troubling you. And you cannot change it. You have to accept it. And if you don't can't accept it, you need to be praying for wisdom that you know the difference between the two. Because you need to know what you have power to do. And you not knowing what you have the power to do, you not being real clear, real, real clear on those boundaries. Because perhaps your relationship with Christ needs to get a little bit stronger because you don't understand that you are you are you are made strong by Christ. There's only so much that you can do. And as you go on this heart detox, you have to figure out what, Okay, this this is above me now. I know a lot of you have seen that video that has flowed around. On social media, it's above me now. Like there has to be a point with your heart that you say this is above me now. This relation, like this relationship, is above the way you betrayed me is above me now. The amount of stress that this situation is causing me, it's above me now. I'm praying about it. I have no. I I don't have anything else for it. My heart. I don't. I have. I have no more heart capacity for that. Okay, so you have to be thinking about those things. If it troubles you, you want to go ahead and add that to your list of something that you want to be detoxing. Now, once you identify others, perhaps you identify problems, issues, if it's issues and problems and you can just choose to let those go in your spirit and detox your heart. Fine. But maybe that individual is around. Maybe you're in relationship with that individual. Perhaps this is a guy that you have been dealing with on and off for years and it's toxic. The relationship is toxic. The job is toxic. The colleagues are toxic. The roommate is toxic. If it's a situation where it's not just issues that you're holding on to or situations that you're holding on to, but you physically have to have some contact with this person or you have to have communication with this person, you have to, as best as possible, Limit the interactions. This may be emotionally. That you don't invest as much emotional energy into a situation as you used to. This is a detox. You are detoxing yourself from the emotional investment into situations that have no return on investment. And as you prepare this list and you prepare to detox your heart. We're wise. You know what situations I'm talking about. I'm not talking about not being a support, not listening to people, not offering compassion. That's not what I'm saying here. I'm talking about a detox from the things that are weighing you down, situations of others, mistakes of others that they have you emotionally hostaged in and you feel like you were a partner in crime and you weren't. But you, your compassion is being manipulated. And now you're in a toxic relationship. It's so many different levels to this. And so it takes a little bit of time for you to figure it out. Now, last but not least, after you figured out your voice, after you figured out the voice of others, then you have to fill your heart. What are you going to fill it with? I'm super, super glad you asked. We're going to fill it with the word of God. Let's go back to that fear example. What was the prescription? In the word, God says that he didn't give us the spirit of fear. He gave us what? Power, love, and a sound mind. So instead of us rehearsing that narrative, instead of us allowing that fear and that timidity to build up, some of us, our hearts are so filled with fear and timidity. It's just filled with it. And maybe we have this little pocket, this little cavity of faith that we're we're relying on to overcome all of this fear, to overcome all of this timidity. Perhaps we have a little cavity of love in there that we've nurtured or we're holding on to. Maybe the love from our oh, my daddy, he really loved me when I was a little girl. Maybe you're holding on to that little piece of love, right? But that little piece of love isn't enough, daughter. To get over all of that hatred, that bitterness, that pain, that hurt. Maybe you have a little cavity of hope. Because there was this one time when you did pray to God and your mama was really, really sick. And and he did heal mom. He did heal big mama. So, I mean, I, I do have this little piece of hope. But that little piece of hope, daughter, is not enough to overcome all the years of doubt. That you have allowed to intoxicate your heart. So part of this detox is, you know how we talk about being sober minded? Let's be sober hearted. Right? So how do we do that? What do we do? Well, we need to focus on what we have. Power, love, and a sound mind. And God also gives us some other things to focus on. And I love that my pastor is talking about this. What do we focus on? We intently and fiercely focus on the things that are true. Come on, y'all. This is the number one test of, the, of detoxing our heart. What things are we holding on to in our hearts that just aren't true? And this can be an array of things. Perhaps we're holding on to something that we know is a lie. We know it's alive from the pit of hell, but we want it so bad. We want it so bad that we're going to change how it comes through our ears and to our heart. And we're going to accept that it is an ounce of truth to it. If it's only an ounce of truth. Or is it true? Right? So we're going to focus on the things that are true. The other thing we're going to focus on are things that are honest. Like what things are honest, what thoughts are honest, what people are honest, what situations are honest. We're going to focus on the things that are just. We're going to focus on the things that are pure. Lovely. Of good report. I'll tell you guys, as as a pastor's wife, I have to intently and fiercely look for things of good report. Because for whatever reason, for whatever reason, church members never think to bring the pastor or his wife the good things, right? And this is not for anybody to be convicted. I just want you to, for a second, because I'm using myself as an example, why I have to think on the things of good report. Because I am always going to hear somebody sick somebody died somebody's mental health is at stake somebody's in a in a state a a depressive you know state and they need help Uh, somebody needs financial assistance someone needs food right now somebody needs prayer at this moment somebody you know i'm always going to hear those things and so i intently have to go and look out and see people who are graduating people who are starting new jobs People who are actually paying off, you know, some of the bills that they've been working towards. People who are taking chances, taking risk, getting healthy. I have to intentionally go out and look for those things of good report. Because if not, if not, my spirit will be overwhelmed and not even just in church. I'm a counselor too in the secular world. So all I deal with is I can't, I didn't, I want, whoa, whoa, whoa. And so in order for me to keep my heart where it needs to be, I have to intently look out for those things that are true, that are honest, that are just, that are pure, that are lovely, that are good report, that have virtue, that praise be in those things. Constantly. Thinking on these things. And so I invite you. To do this with me. Going into the new year. It costs you nothing. It's going to cost you some of your time. To assess your heart posture. To assess what's in there. To look at your voice. To look at the voice of others. And to feel it. Like to intently feel it. And it's going to be empty. Because once you get all of this stuff out. That you've been allowing to just take up residence, you're going to need to fill it with some things. You're going to need to, And it's going to feel a little different to feed yourself good things. It's going to feel a little different to make yourself smile and make yourself feel happy. It's going to feel a little different to turn off CNN for 30 days, right? Because when you turn it back on, I promise you they're going to be still talking about Trump. I promise you they're going to be still talking about coronavirus. It's going to feel different to have that type of resistance Where you are making an intent decision to live in the peace of God. You are making the intent decision to have peace in the midst of a storm. If that ain't Christian, I don't know what it is. You are making intent decision to take your heart to a spa for 30 days, right? You're not living in denial. You're choosing to live in the truth. You're just choosing to think on the things that God wants us thinking on at all times anyway. So I look forward to hearing all of the good things that are going to come out of you detoxing your heart. Allowing your heart to reset itself and restore itself back to its purest form. Man, I'm telling you, the things that will flow from your pure heart, it will amaze you. It'll bless you. It'll bless all of those who are around you. I love you guys. Listen, um, make sure you take notes on this journey. Take notes on the journey, what day one is like, what the end of it has been like, what you've learned, what's been revealed to you, right? Because it's going to be amazing. All right. I hope you are convinced to join me on this journey. I want to keep up with you. So if you haven't already, I want you to join our Faith Fitness and Self-Discovery community group on Facebook. This is where we inspire and encourage one another to remain true to our goals all last week, I went live in that group and gave free coaching. I'm talking about like real life gyms. I'm talking about stuff that you would go to counseling, stuff you would go to therapy for, that you would sit on the couch. I gave it to the community member group, group members for free. So if you're not in that group, please get connected with us at Faith Fitness and Self Discovery on Facebook. I'll make sure I tag all of that in the descriptions. And guess what? I could use your help. How, how, if you like this episode, go ahead and rate and review it for me. And this will help other listeners decide if they want to hear a show. I think it's great. I think this is a timely season for our sisters to grow in their faith. So if this blessed you, Share this episode with other ladies. Invite as many people as possible on this heart detox with us. Like It literally is going to cost us nothing and reward us with everything. And last but not least, remember that there is no cheat code to health. And all that win, do it one decision at a time. So if you're waiting for the perfect time to become healthier, if you're waiting for the perfect time to do a hot detox, The time is now. So in the description box, again, I will also leave a link and that link is for you. If you need coaching on muddying through some of that emotional blockage, I can help you with that and I would love to connect with you. Until next time, be blessed.